like watch that TikTok where like don't waste your time. Yes. Are you guys done now? Yeah, you left your call box. Now it's gone. Hello and welcome back to the show. I'm Scott. And I'm Joe. And we are Just Another Movie Night. And this is Talking Trash? Talking Trash. No, it's not Talking Trash. (laughs) This is something special, something different. We're doing something a little different. Last week I messed up and I said, for the next 10 days. What I meant to say was for the next 11 weeks or 10 weeks. 10 weeks. We are traveling down the highway that is Fast and the Furious. I see what you did. This is highway. I did. This is Talking Furious. Talking Furious. (laughs) And there's only one way to do this, and that's with a group of people that I call my family. Family. The Bad Movie Night family. Family. A family of people who have sat through what I would say is roughly about 500 films. (laughs) Easily. Yeah. (laughs) Let me introduce my friends. To my side, I have Jeff. Good evening. How do you feel about 500 movies sitting through with me? Amazing and terrifying. Yeah. Okay. And terrifying? All right. Uh, And Aaron? Hello there. Hi. How you doing tonight? Hi. So yeah, 500 movies we've watched together. Has it been like a saw trap? Have I stuck you in a, a room and forced you to watch these things? I never watched Saw. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Gary, what's up? Uh, nothing much better than a few people here tonight. <laughs> You're doing fantastic. And Jared. Hello, everybody. How you doing? I'm doing great. I think you're, you're one of the only maybe two people in this room that actually enjoys the torture of the movies we've watched. Yes, if this, uh, going to the question earlier, if this was a saw trap, mm-hmm. uh, I would quickly... Uh, Put myself back in it. Yes. yes. That's the kind of answer you want to hear. I will say I enjoy all of this. Do you really? You. Yes. Oh, God. I've not enjoyed a lot of films. I was actually going to ask you what's the worst things we've watched, but let's, uh, let's jump into what we watched tonight instead. Let's start with the six-minute short we were just forced to watch that leads us into this movie, which we watched after. And I thought, I really don't want to see it. Because in the movie theater, I wouldn't have seen it, you know, so let's watch it afterwards. And I'm glad we did watch it afterwards because it was fucking awful. So we watched, what was it called? Tur- what was it? Turbocharge? Yeah, the Turbocharge Prelude to Too Fast, Too Furious. Now, if you told me this was produced by Neil Breen, I would completely believe it. It looked like a green screen nightmare. Uh, did anybody yeah. enjoy it here? Did anybody uh, no. need to see it? It was completely pointless. Um, I hate roadmap travel. Yes, traveling by Matt and map. Yeah, I said traveling by Matt. What am I thinking of? Fraggle Rock. Fraggle Rock. Uncle Traveling Matt. These are the adventures of Traveling Matt as he explores the strange world known to Fraggles as outer space. 
I think uh, Indiana Jones and Temple Doom did it better. That's true. Yeah, they did. That's true. Did. There was a straight line there. There was a, a jumbled mess of maps in this uh, this little thing we watched. I think they were in Texas for like six of the seven minutes. That's were they? I know that he met a uh, woman and they traveled. It seemed like a few states together, and then he just dumped her. Yeah, he, I guess he started in California because that's where the first one left off. Uh, then we saw him, he took the left turn at Albuquerque. <laughs> and then we saw him go past uh, San Antonio and somehow he ended up in Miami, however that works. Yeah, he had a choice, New York or Miami. It's a, okay. I think he made the better choice. I think so. Uh, or otherwise, this movie wouldn't have happened. So we're talking, we're just going to move on from that piece of crap. We didn't need to see this turbocharged thing. No I don't think so, anyways. We're talking about Too Fast, Too Furious. Luckily, the names of these movies are easy right now, and they get very convolutedly hard to explain later on, and I think it's going to be a mess to figure out what the hell the name of these things are. But uh, Too Fast, Too Furious, directed by John Singleton, uh, 2003, I believe? Uh, That's correct. Yeah. John, what was that? Was that a watch? Yeah. Oh, God. She didn't get the memo about no devices. No devices. <laughs> It was stuck to my arm. <laughs> <laughs> what was I supposed to know? Maybe you have that, uh, who was it, Eva Mendez, Lojack that I was talking about that she might have had in her body. We, we still don't know what, how she was being tracked. Wow. Uh, yeah, Too Fast, Too Furious. And uh, I'm going to say this, I'm going to go around the room. Now, I think, Jeff, you have seen this movie before. Yes, I have. And this is how many times you think? Maybe my fourth time. Your fourth time. Wow, fantastic. Oh. Uh, how do you feel about it watching now from the last time you saw it? I don't know how long that's been. It's been a little while, but I still enjoy it very thoroughly. Okay. Um, Aaron, I know you haven't seen any of these movies, so this is impossible for you to talk about. Okay, this was better than the first one. Okay, yeah. 100%. We're, we're, we're going to get to that. Yeah, uh, Joe, we haven't seen this before. This is our first time, you and me. Yes. Yeah. I, I miss Vin Diesel. You miss Vin Diesel? Yeah. Ooh. Okay. That's, a, like that's we, an interesting start. We just need Dom, and there's no Dom. Okay. It's like it's like having Gears of War. Well, I guess I'll get to it. And, a, like, no Marcus. Okay. Uh, that's interesting. All right. All right. I don't like Gears of War without Marcus. Gears of War doesn't work without Marcus, and now I'm getting video game nerdy, so. But we need Dom. Okay. Yeah. And his no sleeves. I told you it was whack. It was nothing big. It was stupid. Well, we got no sleeves here. Don't well, worry Tyrese about it. Tyrese wears no sleeves, but it's not the same. He filled in her of Vin Diesel's no sleeves. My heart is broken. Uh, Gary, you have seen this before. How many times? Um, this would be my third time, but not fully from start to finish. Oh, okay. I've seen like bits and you know cl- bits and pieces of this movie, but um, so finally you know put everything together. But this is I, I definitely remember all of these parts that happened in this oh movie. okay hmm. so no uh off moments you remember yeah. now every, not, like, not like oh the, yeah not like now. last week with the first movie this one i knew exactly what okay. was coming and jared uh i've seen this probably with jeff here about maybe four or five times wow yeah and is it did you like remember everything and it hold up to like what you remembered it yes very much all right it's, so it's very fun it's a very fun movie for me sorry yeah. And that's the question I want to ask you right now, because mm-hmm. this, shockingly, is the lowest rated Fast and the Furious movie in the franchise. Yeah, I know why. Wow. Because there's no Dom. I don't believe it. Well, there's I'm, no Dom. I'm going to say, I, maybe it's a hot take, but I enjoyed this one a hell of a lot more than I thought I was going to. So, 
lowest rated on whose scale? IMDb. Is this like a five point something on there? Yeah, it's a five. Point, everything else is higher. I never believe IMDb. A five point nine, I believe, or five point five, close to that. That so, blows my mind after watching the first one last week, guys. So you're saying the first one has a higher rating yes. than the second one? Yes, it actually has like a seven. I didn't understand the first one. This one I did. What yeah. the heck? <laughs> okay, so the yeah. first one had a rating of 6.5. A 6.5, and this one has like a 5.9. Everything else is 6.9 or se- it's a 7 or 8. It's, wow. it's insane. Okay. That's... And I, I'm going to... I know, Aaron. This is your first experience with it, and it, that you think this one's better. This yeah, is a five point nine. Yeah, hundred percent. I understood what was going on. The first one, I was just like, "Okay, there's VHS." Lou Parker. Send him a VHS home video recorder. Colonel Tom Parker. The bath towel. And then there's like these two guys, and they're beefing, and then there's another guy, and he wanted the girl, and this and that. He was beefing? Yeah, he was beefing. Where's the beef? And all that tuna? Oh, yes, all he was tuna. eating that tuna. Yes, 100%. Can never forget I, honest, tuna. I honestly forgot about the tuna shop. I completely <laughs> forgot about it already. It's forgotten throughout the rest of the series. Tuna on white, no crust, right? I don't know. How is it? Every day for the last three weeks, you've been coming in here and you've been asking me how the tuna is now. It was crappy yesterday. It was crappy the day before, and guess what? Hasn't changed. I'll have the tuna. No crust? No crust. I did not see Paul Walker eat any tuna this time. Thank God, because it's gross. It is gross. So gross. All right, well, let, hey, let's jump into this movie. Let's try to figure out what happened in this movie. I think we're going to do a better job this time around. The last one we were very confused during. I think we could do this, and then we'll talk about what we thought overall and our scores and all that kind of stuff. So let's just, like, rip apart the movie. Uh, I think it starts off right off the bat with Paul Walker getting a phone call to join a race because they need four contestants in a in a drag race of some sort. That is correct. And we have set up that it the one of the contestants, or no, the host of this race is... Ludicrous. Yes, and this is his first introduction into the series, and we also get to meet some other characters who seem like they're going to be more important, but shockingly in this movie, none of these characters come back. A lot of them do not come back in this franchise, which is strange, because I kind of like them all. So, we have um, a racer named Suki. Suki, 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 Suki. Yeah, Devin Aoki. Yep, uh, Little Miho from the Sin City films. Uh, yeah, she's in a, the best-looking car. <laughs> she's in a pink, like Barbie doll car of some sort. It's the yes. best car. It's ever. a Mazda Miata. Yeah, and we have. Uh, I don't know the other actor. There's like a, a Spanish actor. Yeah, I recognize. I I think I recognized him, but I'm not really sure. What what else I've seen him in? Yeah, one of the actors familiar to me. One of the actors, uh, that that actor in particular, the next one over. He uh, he uh, he. I've seen him a lot. He's like in the um, 
Flash Forward and uh, a couple TV shows. Oh, Michael and, Ely is the one you're talking about. His yeah. name is Slapjack. But the, Slapjack. The Latino the guy. Yes. Name. The other guy's name is Orange Julius. Yes. No way. <laughs> Side, note to that. Side note to that. Orange Julius had it on the back of his car. He did, right? Yeah. He did I, have oh, Orange Oh, I just saw because his car was orange. Oh. I wasn't thinking. I didn't know that was his name. I need that kind of stuff said in this movie, and they did not do it enough. <laughs> we have yeah. to clarify that. It's not a 10-second race anymore. Yes, it's not, right? I don't even know if we clarified that last time properly. I think we messed up a lot. But, uh, yeah, this is one of those... Uh, how, I don't know what kind of race this is. It, this, it's insane. This was a normal street race. Yeah. Uh, they went around whatever blocks of Miami because it's filmed, filmed in Miami, South Florida area. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, I mean, they probably went and had to... I mean, based on the speed, they had to have gone maybe, what, 20 miles, it seemed, as fast as they were going around Holy the streets shit. of Miami. Yes. Yeah. And what I liked was they actually showed you how they shut off the roads, which it already was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is establishing a universe that it makes sense, and they're doing things to explain a lot of it. In the first one, they just throw you into this craziness, and it doesn't even try yeah, to like, make it make sense. My first opinion was like, okay, I think I even said this out loud. How are they not getting busted by the cops that are just racing through the streets? Yeah. But now we know that they had road closed signs, like they were stealing signs. Yeah, or they have all these people working to move signs and move the to shut down things and also break in and move a, a bridge. Yeah, but they should have shown us that in the beginning, in the first one. So yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, th- this already, John Singleton's already directing it in a way where it really works to me. Uh, that's how mm-hmm. I saw it. Yeah. Uh, but we get a insane, insane cartoon car chase. But I got to say, it didn't bother me. I know some of you guys were pointing it out. Like, it looked like Looney Tunes and it looked a little... There the was CG was a little... Blur. It was like... Okay. Well, I mean... Speed I, racer. It was like ludicrous speed it kinda from works. Spaceball. I think it was ridiculous. It, it's kind of pulling back from the first one. One of the first races that we see in the first one is kind of the same thing. We made the joke, I think, last last time. It was that they went to plaid. Yeah. And it's kind of like they kind of went to that time this time, but I think they were keeping that same feel. Yeah, I, I agree. I, it looked good. You know, I think it really worked because they kept cutting to eyes and their faces reacting, and it made it tense. Although we know the outcome of this race, regardless, it still felt like, oh, shit, I don't know what's going to happen, which is cool. Like, you you, you kind of know where we're going, but it still worked in a good way. That's all John Singleton. Yeah. It's all John Singleton this being a pro directing. directing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, this gets crazy because it turns out that he springs on them that he's going to lift a bridge and they have to jump it and they don't know this is about to happen. And so while they're racing, the bridge goes up and they all see it. And this is one of, this is where I think the series finally starts. This might be the moment where this franchise honestly starts realizing this is insane and we should just throw shit at the wall and do crazy stuff, which will progress from here on. I don't know about three yet since I haven't seen it, but uh, Brian is able to jump another car with Nas. <laughs> he jumps over that this car and somehow makes it, and they land, and their cars aren't fucked. One of them is, I think, uh, it's not Orange Julius, it's the other guy, uh, Slapjack. Oh, yeah, it's Slapjack. He lands, he kind of messes up his... Uh, the, the bottom of the car. Yeah something, yeah, something falls out of the bottom when he lands, and it seems to be dragging on the ground. Yes. Yeah. And this makes him crash, and he is knocked out of the running, and it allows Suki. Suki. Suki? Suki. 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 <laughs> well, she does suck. 
Oh, Jesus. Wow. Hey. Well, how else did she get that car? I'm just saying. Her badass skills? Oh, yeah? Yeah, okay. What She's skills? She's a good artist. Oh, is she? Yeah, she Do was a good artist. artist. They say it in the movie yeah, a lot. Okay. Oh. Yeah, but it allows her to beat Ernst Julius and make it in second. It doesn't matter, though, because only winners matter. And uh, by the way, everybody has a wad of perfectly rolled up cash ready with uh, like rubber bands. Perfectly don't even need the count out. They just smack them into each other's hands. Everybody's got, what was it, $3,500? 30, no, was, yeah. was it 35000 3.5 large. 3500 Yes. Oh, okay. 3.5 large. <laughs> Thank <Wow>. you. okay. <laughs> That's the size pants I wear. Oh. Um, <laughs> So they all have it. They all slap. They all win. Paul Walker wins. Brian wins. And I think we. this is where we start figuring out what the hell's going on with Brian since the last movie. And now because we didn't see the six minute short beforehand that explained he's on the run. He let Vin Diesel go. And so he's on the run. Although the cops were there waiting for him, he should have been already arrested. He should have been arrested instantly since he gave Vin Diesel his car. But somehow he's on the run. He got away somehow and got on the run, and now he's here in Miami. Yeah, in that preview um, prologue, mm -hmm. we saw him. Um, he was on number five on America's Most Wanted. Apparently, that's that's wild. Yeah, they, he's on newspapers. He's they're saying they they have like Elvis sightings of him. Brian has been <laughs> seen eating in diners, Waffle Houses, Golden Corral. Is that what you want to bring up, Jeff? Oh my god. No, I, I was going to say, I think I saw him on a milk carton. <laughs> Have you seen Brian? Uh, yeah, so do we now get established that he is working for the cops? And that's why he joined this race? I mean, not really, not or this moment. Or is this just because he joined the race to get money to keep himself afloat? No, I think Luda is what brought him into the race. At this point, we don't know. You know him by his first name, Luda? Yeah. Well, Luda. Or Tej. Tej. Tej from the, from the movie. Ludacris. Actually, I didn't know his name. Yeah. At this point, we don't know that he's working with the cops. Uh, I mean, this is our introduction also to Ava Mendez because she's standing there watching at the end of the race. That's right. She was giving him sexy eyes. That's yes. what she was doing. Yeah. And when he wins the race, she comes up to him and she says, time to go. And he says, why? Cops show up. Mm -hmm. And now it was like, there's a race to get out. And of course... Brian is a badass. He's getting away from these cars. But uh, James Remar from Dexter shows up and shoots a lightning gun grappling hook into the car that's some kind of e EMP device that shuts his car down. That's correct. Yeah. So this device, of course, does not ex exist in reality of any sort. But yeah, it shuts no down way, his car. Yeah, no way, like, Miami-Dade County would be able to afford <laughs> such a thing. That's true. Let alone anybody else. Like, that's there's true. no way. What is true. He is a customs agent, so you never know. Yes, the <laughs> customs so, agent. They might have a bigger budget. I don't that, know. That's right. And they arrest Brian. So now I guess this is where Brian is now brought in, like, hey, if you want to stay out of jail, you're going to have to help us. And right. he's brought into a room and he's shown a uh, like a computer screen of uh, what we instantly knew as Rip from Yellowstone. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if anybody's ever seen Yellowstone. I know some of you guys haven't. But uh, this guy is great on this show. He's the best part. And uh, I saw him on the screen. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. Instead, what we kind of get is a very, like strange version of this guy like he's got like a uh a perm and he's he's wearing silk pajamas i don't i don't know about this bad guy in this movie he might be the weakest link in the whole film the i don't think he's a really good bad guy i don't feel like he's convincing as like a yeah. miami like 
you know, thug. Like, yeah. He's not like a. He seems young like too. A, yeah, right? he seems young, and he doesn't. He seems like a, you know a boss, and he's too young to be a boss. Yeah, that's what I was thinking at the same time. I was like, he's got to be working for someone else. But yeah, I, I guess we'll get to that. But yeah, Brian is like, uh, he's basically told that you're going to go after this guy. You're going to have to help us get out this guy, and he's looking for drivers. Of course, because every villain is looking for drivers. This is Fast and the Furious. Don't you think about anything else. I was going to say, FBI, did you not watch the first movie? Yeah. Are we going back again? Like, <laughs> hey, you know what? We've been chasing you for three years. And exactly. we want you to go undercover again. <laughs> exactly. Like, you, you didn't fuck us over the last time, so this time it's going to be all right. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be okay. We'll give you a second chance. The guy from the last one does show up. Not, not um, uh, who was Ted, Le- Ted, was it Ted Levine? No, uh. The guy, Buffalo Bill, he was in the first one. Oh, and, and yeah. And it seemed like he was going to be a more important character, but he's not brought back. No. Uh, they probably couldn't afford another actor in this film. But, uh, <laughs> so they got James Remar, I guess. Um, but yeah, the guy from the first one, the FBI head comes and tells them, yeah, you know, Brian, you're going to have to do this. He's virtually like telling him, this is your only out, you know. But they're teaming him up with this really idiotic FBI agent who instantly Brian's like, nope. I got to bring in my own boys because I'm trustworthy. And anybody I bring in is also trustworthy. So I got a guy. I got a really good guy. And it's going to be Roman. Now, if you watch the first movie, like, oh, he's going to bring Dom in. And then we completely, the movie does not make any sense. But in this universe, it would have. And everyone was just throwing their hands up. Okay, Dom's his friend and everyone has amnesia. But thank God it's Tyrese. <laughs> yes. And fun fact, this was written for Vin Diesel who was offered $25 million and turned it down because he said they slapped on a part with my character and it didn't make sense and I didn't want to do it. So I went. he went and did Triple X instead. Wow. And Tyrese was able to join. And thank God, because Tyrese is one of the best characters in this franchise as well. What you mean, bro? Yeah. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Instead of counting you, the you, families, since there was no families in this, we shouldn't be counting the times he said, bruh. That's true. And you know, he <laughs> they were lucky because they had Vin Diesel's wardrobe ready, and they just slapped it on Tyrese. They did. No sleep. Could you imagine this if Dom did play that role? This movie, movie would have been completely, completely different. Unfunny. Yep. Less fun. It would have drained the life out of it. Yeah. What, what was his slogan? He lives, what, 10 seconds at a time? Yes. It, it would have been depressing again. I agree. And that's why Joe, I'm yeah. shocked, said this because oh, no. I think he would have really brought the movie down. He would have made it all about himself and it would have been about family. It would have been about... It just wouldn't have worked. Ty- Tyrese, on the other hand, brings in so much likability Why can't we have instantly. everything? I mean, why can't Dom and Letty be there? And we Well, we're going to get there. We're going to get I back mean, to it why soon. Why can't we have it all? We're going to get it all. <laughs> I want you to have it all, Joe. We also don't know the time frame in between when Brian left and Dom got away. So we don't even know where Dom is. So how would how would you even want to bring him in? I sure. mean, Dom's got to be in still in California, right? Yeah, I, I, I we don't so. know. They uh, explain it in later films. And now I'm starting to wonder if we've actually seen four, and I don't, I don't think we have either. So I can't wait to find out. I don't know this answer. So these guys are going to hold it from me because I don't know what the hell's going to happen next. I really don't. Yeah, uh, no spoilers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> we're so late to this party. Tyrese, Tyrese is working at a what you called a, what would you call it a uh, bumper cars? Oh yeah, it looked like they were doing bumper cars in this like yard, and I was like, what the heck is this bumper cars? And they're ramming each other left and right. Also Florida? No. Yeah, where was this where? taking place? I don't know. It was Florida. 
Okay. And, you know, no, no, it no, was. No. It's in Barstow, which I mean, it, it seemed to me it was either like uh, New Mexico, Texas, Arizona somewhere or else. Something? Somewhere else. Well, yeah. So they went for a drive else. to get somewhere dusty. Yeah. Somewhere <laughs> dusty, yes. But no, it's not bumper cars. It was actually a uh, uh, demolition demolition derby. derby. And Brian tells he's telling the guy with him, this guy Roman, he's crazy, but he's also extremely talented. And we we go way back. Well, when Tyrese wins the bumper car race, <laughs> the demolition derby, he gets out and instantly can spot Brian in the crowd. And well, he knows. He's the only white guy there. I guess I was going to say that too. I was like, like, where's Waldo? He just pointed out Brian sticking out. <laughs> is that out. right? He no. is? No. Oh. No, that's a redneck thing. There's probably. <laughs> what the hell? Where was that? There was white guys all over that audience. Okay, he looked like the only Californian. Yeah, yeah that's oh, true. Okay, yeah, okay that's that I true. believe. That that's I believe. Because Brian is dressed in this movie like he is going to grab a skateboard at any time and, and skate out of this film. For real. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he did a movie called, like, Meet the Deedles or something. Does anyone remember this movie? No. Where he's like a surfer dude? Nope. I don't Okay. Uh, we, was, we have to check that out soon. That was Into the Blue or with Jessica Alba. That's not the one I'm talking about, though. Oh. Was he in Into the Blue? <laughs> it was like no, Meet the Beatles. In, he was Into the Blue. Yeah. He was in that. that. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't remember that one. That one's actually not that bad. And that was Jessica Alba. That wasn't Michelle Rodriguez? No. I, I don't know what's happening. Okay. Yes, we're talking about other movies. Yeah. yeah, we mixed in a bunch here. But uh, anyways, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're off track. Cars. Yeah, bumper cars. Uh, Tyree sees them instantly, and uh, that you can automatically tell... Tyrese does not want to see this fucking guy, you know, instantly. And Brian has to go up to him. Tyrese is pissed off. He actually whistles at him. I think that would piss me off more. Like, hey, hey, come over here, boy. And Tyrese is like, are you fucking kidding me, man? You put me in jail. I went to jail for three years. Apparently, him and Brian worked on something else, and he found out that he was a cop, and Tyrese fell, went down for something. I don't really specifically know, but Brian says, it wasn't my fault, I told you. So they have a nice scissoring off on the floor oh, yeah. where they wrestle around in the dirt for a little while, punching each other in the face, and it ends in a scissoring match where it's a, their legs are perfectly spread to into it. each other. That's a true That's worse friend. than what I said about Devin Aoki. <laughs> Sucky. Uh, uh, but yeah, so uh, they make up. They basically tell uh, Tyrese, right, that he needs to join them and help them do this case. And they'll give him. I think they'll they'll like uh, take his clean his record because it turns out that he has an ankle bracelet on. He's being uh, he's under house arrest, which he lives in a motorhome right next to the Der- demolition derby. Uh, that's fantastic. So he he says like Brian's like this is the only thing that's going to get you out of this. So he's like you you'd be a fool if you didn't take this. Right. So that, of course Tyrese is like yeah, uh, and the best that the next shot. Is him scratching his ankle to tell us, I have no ankle bracelet anymore. Um, I'm a part of the team now. And. Yeah, but he's like. He still seems like stupefied. Like, he doesn't want to go into the police station. Yeah, he's still questioning because he doesn't trust Brian at all. Yeah. Yeah. And if if he went to jail for three years because of Brian, you feel like that would be established more or explained a little better, but. I mean, do they do they even say why he was sent to jail? No, no, just that Brian arrested him. Yeah. And- no, Brian, he said I didn't do it. It wasn't my fault. Something else happened. Yeah, it seems huh. like Barstow is the trigger word for him because as soon as Paul Walker or Brian says to him, "You can go back to Barstow," he goes, "I'm not going back to Barstow." Yeah, yeah. 
Right, and everything just turns right around. It walks right in. It's just assumed that it was something bad, and we'll have to move on from that. Yeah. (laughs) They don't tell us. So they're given two cars. Now I'm going to let my car people talk about these cars a little bit, because I know you're pretty jazzed about all the cars in this film, and I know nothing about it. So go ahead. What was the two cars they got? And I know that they're like, uh, I think they have tracking devices on them. Yeah. Yeah, one's an Eclipse, Mitsubishi Eclipse, and one's a Uh, Lancer. A Spider. Spider. The purple one is a spider. A yeah. Lancer Evo. A Lancer and an Eclipse. Are you guys going to fight? Don't end in scissoring in my house, okay? <laughs> That's for later. Was it Arsenal? The trigger practice. word? The trigger word. <laughs> Demolition <laughs> Derby and D bumper cars. You guys can call whatever you want. Oh uh, so yeah. These two cars, you you said you didn't like them, Joe. You were like, uh, they're too small for you. I mean, they look like little, you t- little baby cars. They like baby cars. You I said you like the purple one. The purple I like the, the the paint on the purple one, but I think the the cars are just they're like weenie cars. Oh my! Like weenies drive them. Oh, <laughs> well, the Eclipse Spider is affordable for anyone. So the affordable is affordable. I don't. We're not talking about affordable. We're talking about what they look like. They're affordable. boxy. They look like roller skates. They're boxy. They look. They're just goofy looking. I don't like those cars. Hey, I did go to high school in South Florida, and I did see a lot of those, like Mitsubishi Eclipse. Oh no, I'm Eclipse, sure. I'm sure. Like in the parking lot. They look like Nissan Sentras from like 1989. They just they look like crap. Those boxy right, like you're talking surface. about the the Lancer, not the Eclipse. Yeah, well, whatever. They all look like roller skates. Let's no. move on. <laughs> I don't know anything about these cars. I can't even try. I'm not impressed by the cars. But at all. I will say that they pull up at a house. So their mission is to go to this guy's house, which it turns out to be I think the actor's name is Cole something. Cole Sp- Cole, Cole Hauser. Cole Hauser. Yes. Who it, who turns out to be this. I have a question. How did like Eva Mendez get in the car like with them? Like, how did this whole thing come about? Like, so here's the two cars, and then there's like Eva Mendez. Like, I was like, wait. Thank you for bringing this up. This is a bizarre moment, and this is one of those moments I expected Gary to say, "Well, didn't they just give away their position?" Because they go to the cop station. Turns out Eva Mendez is there because she's working with what, what was it, Customs. Yeah, she's a custom she's a custom agent. agent. Undercover. You want to talk about her outfit? You guys, I know you. Oh, I know the she, girls here want to talk about eyebrows and outfits all night. So she her boobs out the entire time. The guys want to talk about cars. It's a bit provocative. Girls. Okay, first of all, we meet. Um, Round one, fight. Eva Mendez, and like she's wearing this like Spaghetti corset <laughs> corset top that like has a corset in the front. So like it's um, open and you can see her cleave. I think and that's it's, it's just dance club, a little yeah. bit provocative, you know. I mean, she's but I smoking do hot. Have to say that the clothes were Miami was like all white and clean, and this is Miami. Yeah. Well, not what Devin Aoki was wearing. She was wearing like chaps and underwear. <laughs> she was. That okay. was okay. That was out of the dirty video from Christina Aguilera. Yeah, okay? Christina Aguilera was a scab, and then she passed along that freaking <laughs> scabby ass outfit to other women, and it just looks awful. <laughs> Round two, fight. And Devin Aoki's body. She looks like an 11-year-old boy in this. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't even have the freaking body to fill up this outfit that she's wearing, or not wearing. Finish him. And she just looked like a a little boy. (laughs) Nothing personal. Side, like... Sidebar, guys. Nobody. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't mind any of this. Any, any guys? I thought it was fine. Yeah, I didn't I, have I, a problem with any of this. I just did not like the clothing in this in this movie. At I like the clothing in this movie and the look of the women way more than the first one. 
And they all got hoochies. Anyway, it doesn't matter. They're all... They, everyone at these this race, these races are all hoochies with their ass cheeks hanging out anyway. I mean, it's hot in Miami. You have to wear nothing. No, I know, but I'm just saying the fashion back then was just different. I mean, I don't know if you walked around wearing it's chaps. <laughs> it still looks the same to me. Oh, yeah? Because okay. chaps no, are things. They wear not chaps, now. but like... Back in like the 2000s, like you wore the booty shorts, like you had to. Oh, wear the of booty course. Shorts. Booty shorts are fine. Okay, that's a See thing. See what I started. But chaps. <laughs> I mean, this I don't. What the movie experience was like for us guys. How many pairs of chaps do you have in your freaking closet? You... I mean, I have zero right now. I'm a mama. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna skip the fashion talk. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the cat fight's over. I just. I, I didn't care much for the fashion in this. Oh, okay. That's it. Well, Eva Mendes is an agent, and she's working for Customs. She uh, gets in. They get these new cars, and she gets in the car with Paul Walker. Paul Walker and her do a stare down in the car while he doesn't look at the road while he's driving. This turns her on. This turns everybody on. So dangerous. Tyrese is pissed off. That's my move, bro. Back Bruh. off, bro. 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 Yeah. So uh, apparently, this is it for Eva Mendes. That that's it for them. They're yeah. together. Yeah, oh, they got know, a thing. The stare, the stare. We don't even need to question while the romance happens from on here, and here then on out. Almost die because he's not looking at the road, so that he could have slammed into a wall, and and that would have been like, wee, we're in love. Okay, that's too soon. Yeah, she did giggle um, like when they like hit the like the brake. She was like, <laughs> so here's the weirdest part. Now I'm shocked that Gary's not bringing this up because. Even Mendes is in the car with Paul Walker, and they're driving from a police place, wherever this police this location was. And this should give away Paul Walker instantly. But they pull inside, and even Mendes walks from outside in like she wasn't with them. But they just arrived, and she just walks in the gate. And none of the goons, there's two goons, and they don't pick up that she's with them. That's really strange because it turns out Eva Mendes is undercover working with the villain. She's his right hand and apparently... Oh, his, she's his right hand, all right. Uh, apparently they're... Oh. I, so I, she's so undercover, they're together, which is really fucking she's creepy for this, time and this agent. For yeah. Mm. Um, so the, they pull up and it turns out there's a whole bunch of other cars there and other guys. There's going to be a job that they all have to do. And whoever gets it first is the ones that are going to win. Basically join this guy. Right? And it's like, it's not set up as it's going to be like a it, test. It's like a job interview for it, it is a job interview, mm-hmm. but they they feel like it's actually important. He says that his car is in impound. And they have to go and pick it up because there's something in the glove compartment he needs. And so we kind of established this group of uh, jabronis. And, uh, yeah, we get a whole bunch of idiots, and we have beautiful cars. Yeah. Uh, anybody car talk here? Anyone want to chit-chat like the girls did with the cars? <laughs> I'll back up. Jared, you got this one. Oh, Wasn't there a Mustang in there? <laughs> I know there was a Mustang and a Challenger. See, the Mustang and the Challenger, I like those cars. Beautiful cars. Yeah. yeah. So, yes, there was a, a BMW. There was a Corvette, uh, a Dodge Viper. Uh, a newer Mustang. A newer Mustang had an older the Challenger. Uh, trying to think of the other one, but uh, oh, there was a, also a Camaro as well. So uh, I think all of these people with these cars have to give their licenses to the villain. Why? And then he says, "Your time starts now," and they all have to jump in the car and get to this location. Mm-hmm. And so now we get a huge highway chase, and it 
it's fun. I, I do have say? a I do have a question. Sure. Um, at what point did they get the address for this? Because he said yeah, it's, I was going to ask it, you about he this. He said it's in an impound lot, but turns out when we get there, it's a boat yard. Yep. But at what point did we get the address? Does everybody know the address? There's he, no GPS back then. He just said in, he just said in Little Haiti. Did he actually say that? Yeah, yeah. he said yeah. Little Haiti. Okay. Okay, so there's so only one there. Is Little only Haiti one. only a boatyard? It's yeah. a boatyard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And and so this car everybody knows where Little Haiti is. This chase, uh, this cannonball run esque chase to the location, must kill about fifty people. Oh my god! Oh, one, of them one guy in particular gets, gets run down, washed yeah. like a bug. It's amazing, and I actually think uh, there was a screw up on the stunt. Because another car crashed into the run ran over car, and they left it in the film. I think it was like a Corvette. I think hits the. Oh, uh, the I thought that oh, was yeah. one of the other drivers. I think that was a Viper. Oh, it was a Viper. Yeah, they, they left it in the film, and they actually had to shoot a scene of the guy crashed, like making a face, oh. because he accidentally did. And they were like, "That that was badass. Let's leave that in the film." Mm-hmm. Uh, that guy's dead. I mean, those guys were dead. That was yeah. crazy. He that got, was a crazy stunt. He uh, got crushed by like a semi. Yeah, yeah of course yeah. you're dead. Yeah, the police. You know, the undercover police. The missions that they have to pull. A lot of people have to die so we can take down this drug dealer. Uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, that seems insane. But what is Cole Hauser? Is he a drug dealer? Yeah. What was his? Because d- what deal? was his villainy? Like, what did he? He was a, He was a drug dealer, and he was trying to get this money back to his home country because he couldn't get it back without uh, a way. You said his country? Yeah. What country what is he country? from? I thought they he never said a country, but they just said that his home country. They said that? Yeah. What? Wait, that I feel like I missed something because I he feel like... He looks the most American of the whole cast. Yeah, he does. And he... he. It was explained while he was in the FBI. Oh, in that little room with his face on? Like, Carter Verone. Born in Argentina, but he's lived most of his life in Miami. Now he owns the biggest import-export business in the state. You see, unfortunately, the cartels have been successful getting drugs into Miami, but they've had a hard time getting the cash out. We've been surveilling him for a year, but we've never been able to put him and the money together. So he needs uh, these cars. Whoever wins this battle is going to be the driver for him to get the money. Get the money out of the country. Yeah. Get the money out of the country. To the, to the drop point. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. That was good to know. All right. I didn't, we must have been laughing about something over what didn't even pay attention to that <laughs> part. I think we were just talking about, like, this isn't the 95. It's like the turnpike right now. I think we were arguing over what. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of that. There was a lot of it's figuring like, out where we were in the movie. They're not in Miami. They're in Homestead. <laughs> But that's normal driving here in Florida anyway. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, 100%. That's uh, <laughs> definitely not 95, I can tell you that. So these, uh, they, this is this part's great. Uh, it, mm-hmm. I think Brian drives backwards at one point. It, it's insane, right? Yeah, for unknown reason, we just turn around and start driving backwards. Yeah, because it's cool. Yeah, I, I love the why. banter between Tyrese and Paul Walker in this scene just because they're flipping each other off. And they're yes. like, ah, it ah, seems ah. to be like uh, them like, trying to one-up each other. Yeah, and it's like, oh, man, you're driving backwards? Ugh. <laughs> Not to mention that we're, I'm going to air quote here, driving 120 miles an hour yes. with your windows down. But yeah, we can talk at normal levels. So we that, can hear, we can flip yes. everybody off and curse everybody out. That's Like they're on headsets. Yeah. And split a semi. Well, yeah. two semis. 
All oh, yeah. I know is when I'm driving like more than That's like right. 50 miles an hour with like my window cracked, I can't hear anything. I'm like, <laughs> I have to like turn on my radio. Like, I don't know how they do it. I think they were whispering at one point and they heard each other. Yeah. You son of a bitch. Oh, you son of a bitch. They're, uh, they're, romance is starting to grow in this scene i think this is where they start they're slowly becoming friends because that whole plot line of him being locked up for three years and blaming him goes away quick they move on from it really quick yeah. and good because the tyrese and brian uh the, the, the two of these characters they have a great friendship and it they brings a, it brings a lot of fun to the whole film mm-hmm. i think they, I mean, they also have good chemistry, the two actors. They actually really do have yeah. good chemistry. They do, 100%. Yeah, you could tell they're friends off screen. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, so of course, no shock to anybody, Brian and uh, Tyrese, uh, Roman, get to the location first. And they have, one of them drives through a gate that has, they go through the middle, which is impossible, and they knock down this thing. That car would be fucked. But in the next shot, it's completely fine. And they get right up to the car. They get in the car. They find it in the middle of the lot, abandoned mm-hmm. in the middle of this it's boat lot. It's so convenient. It's like a cherry red car. And, and, and they if get, you notice, when they hit the gate, security guard didn't seem surprised. No, he was, was ready like the for first it. time. Just sitting there, just yeah. ready. Like, okay, how many more? Oh, this <laughs> shit happens all the time. <laughs> I mean, they are in like Miami, little yeah. Haiti. Like, you know? eh, another day on the job. <laughs> yeah. uh, so they get an envelope out of the uh, the middle console. And just then the cops show up. And it's not also just the, the cops though. The it's, other cars get there too. It's the other cars get there first and then the cops show up and it's Romero. Oh yes, it's a it's a the James, a, Remar. James, James Remar again. Because uh he thinks that they're running. Yes, he doesn't know what's going on and they're not really sure what the the mission is. I guess they're not wired in these scenes at all. So they don't know anything, but they do have uh chips on their cars that are locating them. And uh, Roman, he acts right off the bat pissed off. So he grabs a gun and shoots at the cops. Basically, he's doing this to, to cover them up, to make them look like they're not the, with the cops. Because why would they be shooting I at mean, the cops? But he shot so randomly he shot the at windows. the freaking windows. Like, okay, dude, what if you hit someone in the head? Like, that Because they just... were both on the side doors he was watching. He was doing this not to hurt them. I, I mean, he's a good shot then, I guess. I mean, he could have... Roman. Yeah, it's what we're going to find out about this character is he could do anything. And I know uh, some of these guys don't know, and that yeah. becomes a running joke in this film. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, this gives them good cover to get away, and they get back, and they look like they're badasses. And it turns out all only thing in the envelope is a cigar and a cutter for the cigar. It was a test. And they said, we just put our lives at risk for this test? And he's like, yeah, but now I know you're, you're what are you going to say? You forgot they're hungry. <laughs> of course, Jeff. Yeah. I, I, I mean, if we want to point out they are put a giant plate of empanadas in front of them, they, they do not eat. And they do hungry. look good. Tyrese eats through this whole movie. He's always eating. And even Paul Walker makes mention of it. You're always eating. That's a running thing I think is really funny. Because uh, you know how hard it is for an actor to eat in a movie because they have to do so many takes that they get really sick. And... What's really funny is Tyrese is constantly shoving food in his mouth, and it makes me laugh really hard. I, I just keep thinking of him doing scene after scene of eating, and that's a funny joke to me. I, Brad Pitt does that in uh, Ocean's movies all the time. He's always eating. Oh, my gosh. Movies. He's always eating. I like those jokes. Um, yeah. Yeah, thank you, Jeff. He's 
He's, he's very hungry. hungry. And uh, Brian, Brian cannot stop staring at Eva Mendes. He's you hungry get, for Eva Mendes. you got to say it right. He's hungry. He's hungry. <laughs> and Bruh. Roman is like, stop staring this girl down, man. You're going to get us in trouble. You know, you're going to get us caught. Which is funny because Roman puts them at constant jeopardy for, I think, mm-hmm. each scene. In, in the next scene, he basically steals a the, the cigar cutter. And he also talks back and says, I want more money to the villain. Now, that's where the the hungry comes in. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I got empty pockets and I'm hungry. Yeah, and uh, he's like, you don't have empty pockets. Give me my thing that you stole back, which is a cigar, a cigar cutter. And he's like, oh, Brian's like, what the fuck are you doing, man? This is what, exactly what happened last time that you got in trouble. What the hell was the point of stealing that? Because he was, he's a kleptomaniac. Yeah, that's a running joke. But he was in in his house, in this guy's house. There's got to be something better to steal than that. It was so this, dumb and amateur. I think it's because they went and did what they did just to get it that he was like, I um, owed something. All right. The scene wouldn't work out if he uh, just stole a little empanadas and put it in his pocket. <laughs> I, you know what, though? He's like, Tommy would laugh your ass off. I would laugh my ass off. If every scene he put an empanada back to his mouth, that would have been an amazing <laughs> yes. joke. That would have been a great running thing. But this is after the fact that they got an invite to the nightclub. They do. Uh, yeah, Eva Mendez is like, oh, well, I think the villain's like, I kind of like you, to Brian specifically. He likes Brian right off the bat. Because I think Brian keeps doing things that stand out to him. Like he tries to stand when he comes to the table and he says, don't. Mm-hmm. And he can see that this guy, this guy's got respect and he's a badass and he stands his ground. So he basically is like, you guys should definitely come. And oh, by the way, the back of this guy's house is amazing. It looks like a golf course. It looks like a giant mini golf course. It has like a like a whole slip and slide mountain in there. It's insane looking. It's beautiful. It's, it's like amazing. Dude, it was like this fountain. It looks it, awesome. He he's like, you should come. What's up? It it doesn't have the bridge. Like it does in the not. First movie. Well, that's the cops. We'll talk about the cops because like, they definitely fixed it this time. You do not have a really cool house unless you have a bridge going into your house. Yes, that's a that's a thing. Right Only down. bridges to the front door you, work. You need a bridge. Movie trivia: That originally was supposed to be the um, secret headquarters for the FBI. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I oh my are. god! <laughs> I actually believed you. There was a bridge somewhere back there. I did, we did see it, but there it was did lead something into the house. No lagoon so, with a bridge, I don't think. No. So Jeff's not impressed. <laughs> um, You'll find me under the bridge now. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you okay? What? Don't yeah, stay yeah. there. Your family's going to be looking for you. Everybody's going to be missing you. Uh, uh, I'll forgive it. Are you hungry? Is that what this is about? He hungry. I'm hungry. Uh, <laughs> so uh, in, the, in the last episode, in the last movie, the cops had the best house ever as a yeah. location and we were just laughing because why wouldn't any villain know that this is the cops location and this one they were in the crack den so they made it work a little better this time around we skipped the part i didn't even get there yet because you keep interrupting with hungry and everything i don't know what's going on over there and aaron is aaron said something too so what do you want to say Jeff? no after after they get done at the the, the house the house i didn't they, even get there yet they go and uh to the garage where tej is and they go check out our cars <laughs> wait i'm so confused okay okay yeah, so he out. wants to jump to the scene now that uh it turns out they're going to go to a garage that also has the a most amazing backyard it's like a giant it's the lake all the girls are all there the boats are all there Everybody's having a great time. The garage is out in the open. This place is great. This looks like a Chuck E. Cheese for uh, car fanatics. 
Um, yeah, this place is amazing, and they, they show up there because Brian specifically needs his car to be checked out because they figured out the cops followed them, so they must be wired. They must be being tracked. And they open it up, and they say, we've never seen anything like this. This car is loaded with, like, bugs, mm. right? Uh, yeah. And he's like, I think that the, the main garage guy. Yeah, both cars are loaded, and it's through the engine and everything, and they can't take it out without ruining the engine. Yeah, he's like, we'll have to come up with something like this. And I think uh, Ludacris, he's like, we got to get these cars off this lot. we got to figure something out. But uh, we kind of get a little bit of establishment here is that um, Ludacris is uh, into Sucky Suki. Yes. Uh, sucky Suki. <laughs> and, uh, sucky. Uh, <laughs> and she draws amazing. That's pretty much her character. And she's also, from this time out, she's always with him. They're always together, like an item now. No. Uh, and the, they basically are like starting their little team. If they need help, they have this crew that they can go to and get their cars fixed. But Brian points out across the street to Tyrese. He's like, don't look, but there's this car across the street. They've been trailing us from the beginning. I think those are the two goons that work for that, the bad guy that we're working for. And he totally oh, yeah. looks. And Tyrese will not stop staring at it. <laughs> It's so obvious, but I would I love this next scene because he Tyrese just pops up in their window somehow. He's crouched down, snuck up on these two guys, pops up in their window, and uh, does this whole little shtick thing and sprays uh, window washing fluid on the front of their window, which happens to be gasoline. Hmm. Joe asked me if it was Windex, and Windex is that flammable. <laughs> I was like, Could I said, I'm pretty that? sure we would have died already if that was true. So, um, oh yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> she lights he lights their car on fire, and uh, they had to put it out. So this allows them to get away. Yeah. Now I don't really know why they have to get away from them. Like, why does it matter? Is this so they can get back with the cops and talk with the cops? I think they have a scene with the cops and they yell at them. I think that's where Tyrese steals the burger. Yeah, oh yeah, really he like that's right after. Yeah, and so, was it a so, burger or Miami stuff? I couldn't tell. It wasn't five guys. I don't think they were around yet. Um, it was a nondescript white. He does, bag. yeah, and he does wiggle a sandwich with lettuce on okay. it. It was their first meeting since the shooting. Yeah, and uh, that's where Tyrese is. He uh, James Remar is freaking out because he's like, "Why did you shoot at me? You could have killed us." He's like, "You put us at risk. I was trying to stop it, but you guys shouldn't have shown up." And they're like, "You shouldn't be following us." He's like, "Well, I thought you were on the run." And he's like, no, we, we're trying to get this all worked out, this case. And you almost put us in jeopardy and almost spoiled the whole thing. We would have, you know, been killed. So. Oh, I'm just, I just want to chime in and say a piece of trivia please? that I read. So that compound that Verone owned the with the lagoon and all that, that was Sylvester Stallone's. He oh, is Yeah. I did see that. I did see that yeah. in the trivia. There's a lot of weird trivia. Bad so Boys pretty... the 2 was filming at the same time. Almost on the other side of the park, like everywhere you see in the movie, they're filming on the other side. So there, there's like two giant car crash movies taking over the streets, it, it, which is really wild when you think about both movies, what they pull off on the roads. I feel like yeah. they both use the Seven Mile Bridge, though. No, yeah, no, they, no, no, I didn't see that no. once. One's the Causeway, like. But, like, you could see the Seven Mile Bridge in one of the scenes where, like, it's totally cut off. Like, I don't think so. Yeah, you I, can. We yes, saw it. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I must have been... Uh, Fact yes. check it. Come on, guys. Fact check. <laughs> so, okay, so back they're back on it. Uh, I think... Uh, are they living on, like, a houseboat? Brian and Tyrese? That's a weird thing because well, that comes back strange, strangely later on, right? Well, that comes up, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We don't know where they're living. Yeah, we don't actually see it. It just keeps jumping forward. 
in the plot. That's why I think this movie is pretty decent because the plots flow really well and you're never really like given a moment of thinking about anything. Everything just keeps yeah. giving you plot. And well, it's like really... Then at that point, if, if that's the case, they might be staying at a houseboat that's behind Tej's garage. That might be that boat that they mm -hmm. showed there, but that's even crazier because oh, yeah. that means they they followed, they already have followed them to that garage anyway, so they know that they're there. Where was Brian there. living before he met up with Tyrese? Yeah, there's an opening scene where he seems like he's in a hotel or some sort, yeah. but yeah, I, I don't know. Weird. We don't really know where they're staying. Mm -hmm. He's on the run anyways, it and Tyrese yeah. now is too, so it doesn't even matter. Well, yeah. Well, no, Tyrese, Tyrese is, is just under house arrest. Well, yeah, but now he's working for them, so they're basically like, you know, they they have a lot of crimes on them anyway. The cops need them anyways, yeah. you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, basically they're put back into the mission, and I think this is where we kind of get that night that he invited them to that dance club. So the villains, like, invited them, so they show up, and it's a dance club a lot. You know, it's crazy dresses and outfits, and uh, Tyrese gets mad because Brian is flirting with Eva Mendez's character heavily. And right across the way is the villain watching him and her flirt. And Tyrese walks up and he goes, he's here. And they're like, where? And he's like, don't look. He's across the way. They look up and he's just waving at just them. staring at him. And he also Tyrese sent a woman. Tyrese does not care. He just, just doesn't care throughout yeah, this whole But movie. nobody seems to even like, think about this stuff. I don't understand like, why they're flirting so much when... The guy invited him. Yes, and and Eva Mendes is undercover too. Yeah, she's putting herself at jeopardy, flirting with Brian so heavily. It's those eyes, though, and he he also yeah. drove without looking at the road, so he's a badass. Yeah. I but mean, you're, you're also flirting in this club where you were invited to, so I mean, you know, he's there and he's got goons. Somebody tell him exactly. Yes, somebody would tell him that hey, you know, she's she's over here flirting with this guy. Yeah, but I thought it was more her than him. Oh, it's it's clearly both. It's both, yeah. They're, they're, oh, they're, they are both looking at like each I said, other with sexy eyes. The moment she saw him, that's it. That, that This is the thing. It doesn't need to be established in any other way. That's just it. Uh, so, yeah, uh, they go over to him, and he brings them to a back bar where they also point out that there's a, uh, a guy across the way to pay attention to. There's a girl flirting with a guy, like another guy, and they're like, see that girl? She can get... Anybody I want to do anything for me. I mean, that guy, we're going we're gonna to meet that guy in a minute. So they bring, they go in this back room and then they walk this guy in. He turns out to be an, uh, um, a cop. And uh, yeah, he's, he's on the payroll, mm -hmm. the villain. Uh, we know this actor from uh, Dark Knight, uh, I think the Batman films. He looks like Captain Lou Albano. <laughs> <laughs> he does. You didn't point that out. He does. Uh, he's undercover. And so this is the scene where the villain has to establish that he's a badass and he has everybody working for him. And so that's why things are getting done. This is one of those establishing villain things that you need to do. They, of course, tell this guy to do something illegal for him. And if they he doesn't, he'll kill their t entire family. He doesn't say family, so we don't get a family in this entire movie. No, he actually mentions his kids by name. He names everybody off. And the wife, wife, I'm like, oh, come on, say family. Say he thought, I'll kill, you, I'll kill all of them. If you don't do what I want. And to hammer this in, we get a rat pulled out. Now, this guy, mm. this villain is a badass. You know how he's a badass? He brought a giant rat to a fucking dance club in Miami. I mean, I'm pretty sure it was already in the club. <laughs> that could, I mean, that could be, actually. Miami, yeah. They also yeah. have the ice bucket <laughs> ready and a blowtorch. You gotta have your blowtorch. Maybe that's for the drinks. Who it knows? It seems so extra to do all this. Like, just put a knife to his throat and say, "Hey, you are gonna do something for me, or I'm gonna freaking kill you." 
Yeah, but a, nothing hammers it in more than putting a rat on someone's belly yeah. and then putting a, a, a can on top of it yeah, and then blow torching it until torture. it bites into his body. Yeah, but it's just so extra. And you know, I'm not getting the menacing villain vibe out of out of Cole Hauser. I don't either. I'm just it, not. It doesn't he's not a hundred percent convincing. His two goons are more convincing of like hating everybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they're angry. The, like, this is a running thing too, is that Brian and Roman and these two goons hate each other. Yeah. They want to kill each other. In every scene, they're almost about to kill each other in every scene. Yeah. Uh, so he talks to that cop and he shows them, you know, that if, if you don't do what I'm saying, this will be you next to Brian and uh, Roman. And then he takes Eva Mendes out in the hallway, kisses her, and then tells her, if you ever touch another man, I'm, I will kill you. Mm-hmm. So she's like, oh, all right. I just see, right. I feel like we need a little bit more establishing... Of this, these two. Okay, so she's a what is she? An environmental she, agent or something? What is she? What did she? Apparently, call? she's a customs. Okay, agent. a customs, customs agent. <laughs> she's a customs agent. How does that customs agent establish herself as, uh, you know, the the hoe of a of a you know? Did you see her dress in that scene? I'm just saying, like, how do you get established? Like, you you don't you have, have to, to establish much. You just are Eva Mendez yeah. and Eva Mendez it up. I mean, That's yeah. all you do. The way, no. <laughs> The way that she, like, is, I mean, completely controlled by him, like, this takes time. You don't just meet someone and be like, oh, hey, you're my bitch now. Yeah, this no. is how long she's she been That's undercover. what I'm trying to figure out. How long has she been undercover? It's got to be a while, like you said, but it doesn't really even... They don't tell us. It doesn't matter, I yeah. guess. It's all about cars. Right, uh... I was going to say with these movies, they're just written simply for their, you know, their target audience. Yes. And it's like, don't think about it. Yeah, so absolutely. Just, just watch the film, and and for us who we see movies are very complicated. We need a chalkboard to see <laughs> to keep things in line of what's happening. Yes. But these movies, it's um, and I know we you know for fun we are trying to figure out what's going on with the plot, but it's, it's they're simply saying don't worry about it. Just just watch. I it. agree. Watch and, the explosion and, in a few seconds. And it actually works <laughs> because I don't think these things are like that important to the plot. It, it's like you understand. The establishment is that Eva Mendes has been undercover for a very long time. She's infiltrated this guy. He, like, really is into her, but he's also threatening. That's all you need to know, virtually. I mean, I'd like to I'd like to have a little more backstory on how long she had to sleep Well, we could have got another one of those prequels of her sleeping nah, with him for I'm multiple getting, days. We're good. Okay. No, no. Yeah. We're good. Let's move CG on. backgrounds. I think this scene is supposed to establish that he is, what, just... This crazy guy, yeah, and that's because he crazy. seems to be fine. Yeah, he seems to be this drug guy, but then now all of a sudden, now he starts doing some crazy stuff. Now he's threatening to kill people. Yeah, when, when they put the rat him. on the cop, she has to hold his mouth yeah. shut, uh, and she's really visibly shaken by it, which is crazy that he's never hurt mm. anybody else in front of her. Right? They just want they just sent like nine people on a crazy road trip to get a, a cigar. Yeah. And they killed multiple people on the road, and now she's shaken up by You've him. just summed up the whole like tone of the movie. Yes, but I mean, I'm with Gary. This isn't needed. I mean, we don't need to. We don't think even about need it. to think about it because this is fun. You're right. It's fun. And it's fun. No thinking and, allowed. And if you want to think about something even more, in the next scene, Eva Mendez is soaking wet for no particular reason and in a no. blue t shirt. No. Please enlighten us because she is. She's soaking wet. Yeah. I feel like we we skipped something somewhere. The car race. There was a car car race race of getting two new cars. I don't think it's that important. I know you guys were saying that, but I like it was. Isn't it? I thought that 
that she swam like around yes. the boat and got on the other side. That's Which I what think I so thought. Too. Right. But what is the reasoning? They're docked. She could yeah. just walk up the plank. <laughs> yeah. Why is she sopping wet? Like I know that she looks sexy and stuff. She's not the smartest custom agent. <laughs> I don't understand any of this. There's so much shit. I think she's undercover for OSHA. Don't hate. <laughs> Jeff needs us to backtrack a little bit and talk specifically about a scene where they have to get new cars, so they race against the two Goombas that have the Charger, I believe, and the uh, Challenger. The muscle cars. The muscle cars. Yes, Jeff is correct. So yeah, we get to those... this point where I guess this is after part of the where they start to see this thing is their car, the other two cars that they got from the customs mm-hmm. agents. Are wired to the teeth. Yeah. So they're thinking, hey, we need two other cars at this point, but for what we don't know. Yeah. We just got to get two other cars that aren't wired. You know, they're to, trying to find a way out. Now, I, particularly the reason I don't think this is that important because they could have just used any car. The only reason they did this was to put in another race. Well, they have to. It's because so this fast is Fast and the Furious, and they need races. It's so fast too furious. They have a race here, thank and thank you, Aaron. <laughs> they they win by pushing the other cars out, and they get these they get these cars, and they leave the Goombas on the street. Yeah, and they get these new cars. But weren't those Goombas like from like the previous scene? Yes. like with the whole like chase and it's like somehow they had their contact information. Yeah, yeah. that's weird. How did they yeah. get that? Ooh, that's exactly the kind of thing that you got to mm-hmm. ask. Like, how did they have the contact information of the guys they were racing against for the cigar? Yeah, Who so, knows? So it seemed like Tej or Luda contacted them. Yeah, that's even crazier. So, but they were also contacted by Barone and Eva Mendez. So everybody knows these two. They're just like cars for hire type thing. Uh, I guess there's a, this is like SerialKiller.com for anything. Yeah. I was going to say in the beginning when they got the job. I was going to say in the beginning of the, um, when they got the job to, to get the cigars, you know, in the, in the, um, in Little Haiti. Mm-hmm. I thought Luda was the one who who gave him all the best drivers. He gave information to him. Here, all the drivers are usually raced with us. Yes. And so that's why I'm like, that's how they all know each other. So you think these guys race them? Or, well, like, you know, weekly, you know, whatever. It's part so of the, the odds racing that... circuit. And they're also okay. henchmen of... No, they or... weren't. They were possible henchmen. They were oh. just cars that showed up to this location to race. To see if they can be picked for this job. I feel like they're throwing in too much information that we don't really need to know about. I feel like we're over-explaining this scene that doesn't really <laughs> I think we're over-explaining this whole movie. I didn't even want to bring it up because I, it kind of just comes back at the end. And it's not really needed that they have these other cars. It could have been anything. Yeah. Uh, I only wanted to bring up even Mendez being soaking wet, Jeff. That's what's important. <laughs> yeah. <to> me, Jeff. <laughs> Why is she soaking wet? She swam to the boat Maybe. when it was docked. So that's the customs. She's she wakes Brian up and huh? I don't know what the hell's going on. Are you under the bridge still? Is that what's going on here? I think so. Oh um, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Jeff just learned that Snape killed Dumbledore. Oh, oh my god. Spoiler alert. Have you seen any of these movies? You spoiled it. Great. That's it. That's Dang. it. It's over now. Dang. Uh, so yeah, even Menace wakes up Brian in this boathouse and she's wet. We 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 kind of just—it's weird. <laughs> she's we think she's, she's wham here. We don't really know what's water. going on, but she warns him that he's going to kill you after you do the mission. She—I heard him saying they plan to shoot you at the end. So you guys gotta—you gotta get out of this somehow. We gotta stop it. 
And he's like, it's all fine. And exactly that same time, the two goons show up. Mm-hmm. And Tyrese has to hold them outside while she goes and escapes. And so basically we get a gun-to-gun. Tyrese and Brian are being held gunpoint on each other with these two goons. And that's when the villain shows up and says, hey, guys, I was here the whole time. How did I not see Eva Mendes get into this boat? Yeah, I mean, I don't get it. They, they totally cut something out of the movie there. Like, she was maybe on his boat, and she, like, just jumped in the water and swam over to Paul that's Walker's That's what I'm saying. It, it's, it's crazy. It was... Like, it it just comes out of nowhere. Like it is so weird. In the, in the Goonies. Like, when Data says the octopus was really scary. And you're okay. like... There was no octopus? No, there's no octopus But it movie. wasn't a deleted scene, so maybe you're right. So It was supposed to be deleted, but he left it in the movie. Also, the only reason I'm bringing this up is even Mendes kisses Brian. So they're full yeah. on now. Like, this is a thing. And Tyrese is like, Jesus, man. When did that happen? You're, you're yelling at me for this? You're I, doing even worse stuff. They had a stare. They, trouble. They, they stared at each other. That's it. Yeah. That's, that's, and they automatically were just like, okay, we're a thing now? I don't know. I'm I thinking mean, too much. I mean, that's how it works, right? Like, you stare at somebody... Well, I'm staring at you right now. Are we a thing? We've always been a thing. Don't make me bite you. (laughs) And it always starts with wet, soaking hair, too. That's when you know it's (laughs) it's on. Yeah. 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 Uh, And it was soaking wet. It was soaking wet. And Jeff was hungry. But but then the next scene, like, Eva Mendes was, like, perfectly, like, with her hair. And she was, like, on a bikini. Like, you know, she she did, like, her hair was dry. And yeah. he's like, where yeah. were you? And she's like, I was out to breakfast. Yeah, that's that scene was, <laughs> I love that was thrown in there too. Like, so now, now the, the, the main story is going, the, the main plot set up to the ending of the movie is basically going to happen. And this, if we're talking about things that are kind of bizarre and, and explanation, this whole thing, there's so many plot holes. There's so many weird moments that you're like, well, if you think about this for a minute, the whole thing's going to unravel. But man, is it fun. Mm-hmm. So the, I guess the whole mission is the cop that they have paid off has to hold the cops back. He can't tell the cops to show up at this house that they're going to go to. It's like basically a, 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 trailer, park. a trailer park house that in the wall, there's a lot of money. So the two goons are going to drive with Tyrese and Brian, Roman and Ty, uh, Brian. They're going to get in each other's car, one guy per car. And they're going to make sure that they do this. But they have to go get this money. So this cop has to stop them from calling the other cops. That sounded way more convoluted than it needed to be. Really I think is. I should have done that better. Um, but they get <laughs> they get there. And it all hinges now. This whole plot hinges on this cop not ratting them out. Yep. Because Oh, I see what you did. You said rat. Because you know he had a oh, rat that in wasn't the bucket. Oh, wasn't even- oh. <laughs> yes. The rat in the bucket. I did it. By accident. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, (laughs) they bring sledgehammers, they knock this wall in, and there's so much money they put in duffel bags. But the cop does give in to, like, he can't do this. So he calls the cops in to raid them. And what's up? Sorry. So this is one of the plot holes that you're speaking about because, yes, it is mentioned that this is actually Carter Barone's uh, trailer park. There's already cops there. Yes. So let's go get money out of my trailer park where cops are already watching. Yes. They're already there. So the cop hadn't even pulled the other cops out at that point. There's cops there watching That's them true. show Yeah, up. they're ready, That's... ready. And also yeah. at the same exact time, the other, uh, the customs agents are about to move on an airfield airplane that is the villains that 
they're apparently going... Now, nobody has been told this plot. Nobody knows specifically what the mission is, but everybody seems to know the mission. Yeah. It's very strange. It like, is strange. Uh, Brian and, Ty- and Roman have no clue other than we're going to get some money and then we're going to drive it over to this airfield. But what we find out later on is no one's ever told them about an airfield. That's really strange and it kind of right. messes the whole thing up. But yeah, uh, so they're waiting to move on the airplane. They're waiting for them to get the money out and the cop finally signals raid them. He gives in. He's like, no, I got to stop them. So they raid them. But Tyrese sets up a car to crash into a cop car, which is it works out perfectly for him. Again, this is Roman doing anything he can think of at any like, moment. It's amazing. Yeah, I'm not going back. Uh, they get in, and now this starts off. The Blues Brothers ask car chase and car chases. They go insane. There's cars. All the cops are coming after them. Helicopters are coming down in the street, shooting those electric wires to shut them down. Brian gets hit. His car gets hit when these electric wires. He has to get out of the window. He has to force his guy with him to hold the steering wheel. He does not want to. I don't drive. I don't drive, man. I mean, I wouldn't want to going 120 miles an hour yeah. down the freaking highway. He's not doing a good job. He's in the grass. I don't know how Brian yeah. hasn't flipped out of this damn car. Yeah. He he has to get out and rip a, a basically a Doc Ock hand out of the door. It's like a claw, yeah. and it's like electrified. Yes, it's a it's a claw. Car. It's a giant claw stuck yeah. in the side of his door. I like that he tries to use, like, a cloth to stop the electromagnetic current from getting into him and electrocuting him. Does he? Yeah, he yeah. does. It's like a red cloth, like a bandana he uses. Is that? Okay, that's a thing. <laughs> I guess so, you yeah. You know how much force you would have to, like, how much strength you would have to have to, to pull that this sucker out of a, a steel, like, yes. a metal door? Luckily, right as one of the finger, one of the, like, the, I don't know what you call it, the, the fingers cow. on the claw starts setting back up because one of them wasn't working right before it starts working he's able to rip it out of the door and chuck it perfectly into a cop car that flips into some of the other cop cars and knocks them off his track and also for some reason the helicopters they're able to get away from them and the the tyrese and the two cars basically brian and roman they're basically able to get away to a storage facility Oh, and they the perfectly thing. drive yeah. into a storage unit. And the cops, they park far enough away that you know, oh, there's some escape room here. There's a little bit of escape room. And the helicopters are over this place. And now what happens next is pure fucking insanity. It's magic. All the garage yeah. doors start opening at once. And all the car racers from the beginning of the movie come out in all their cars. Well, they actually come out with giant trucks to push the yeah. cop cars out of the yeah. way first. The cops are all... At gunpoint, none of them fire. Nope. They all just start running away as their cars get smashed out of the way. And then, like any kid opening up his Hot Wheels box, every car flies out of this thing. It looks like like, all these cars just piling out. And every character has returned from the opening, driving these cars. Mm -hmm. Everybody's back. So they're all decoys. Well, yeah. Who and this is why I was saying it doesn't matter what car they're in because they could have been in any of these thousands of cars that comes out of this uh, this uh, yeah. place. They would have mm-hmm. to stop each one. The cops would have to stop each car, and that's not going to happen. But the movie acts like no, they're in the two cars that they've been in. Mm-hmm. But one of them now visibly has the roof up, so you know something's up, and they're not showing them driving. And 
they get stopped by the cops. And then that's when the FBI, the agents that Brian's working for say they're done. They, they failed. And that's when you see the reveal of who's driving these two cars. It's ludicrous and Luda. sucky. Sucky. <laughs> sucky. <laughs> sucky and Tej. Sucky. Yeah, Tej. Uh, so they get out of the cars. And again, this is where the cops don't move on them at all. They just watch them as they wave to a helicopter. They don't do anything yeah, to them. He makes a joke. Now, let's face facts. They've killed so many people. Cops yeah. have, are dead. There's no way a lot of people are alive on the streets of what they've done. And all these people that they would arrest or find would be accessories to yeah. anything that has happened. And the last thing we see with Ludacris is the officers, like, writing in, like, a citation. A citation. <laughs> the like, what's going wild. on? He's writing him a note. Like, he's, hey, he did some bad stuff, guy. It, and it like he's on the phone with him, and he's like, "Yeah." Yes. And I was like, "What are you doing?" And like, him and Singer just sitting on the hood, and just like, "Ah, oh, we got you know, we got a little speeding ticket." Yeah, and they're know. laughing. They're having <laughs> yeah. fun shit chats. They're and not arrested. They're not says, in the backseat of a car. He, he says Brian's name and everything. Yes. And the cops not like, "Oh, is that is that Brian?" Yeah, is that the guy? Is that the guy that you know, the mo- America's for? most wanted? Yeah. Like it's like you're aiding and abetting a known fugitive. Exactly. And you're on the phone with him in my face. Yes. And the only reason that Jeff brought up those muscle cars is because that's where Brian and, and I, you know what? I, this brings up another thought too. But Brian and Roman are in those cars with those two goons, and they have now rigged these cars to have ejection seats on the passenger side. So cool. That is a is. very interesting plot point. Uh, Tyrese is able to eject his co his co guy because he they know these guys are going to kill them. Although one of the guys has broed out with Brian saying, "You're a badass driver, man." Like yeah. you know, like they've been through some shit. You think this guy's gonna be like on his side now? No, no. Mm-mm. He's no, like, "Hey, man, goons. I gotta kill you. I don't want to, but I gotta kill you." Yeah. But uh, like I said, uh, Roman is able to eject this guy. He's the most comically funny thing you've ever seen. He just flies out <laughs> of the side very door. Funny. <laughs> It's, I thought he was dead instantly because it looked like he was strapped to a rocket that shot backwards, but they just show him in the lake pissed off. It was mm-hmm. amazing. And the funny thing is, like, after he ejected, uh, Roman comes on the walkie-talkie and is like, Yo, Brian, it worked! Yes, and, and Brian like, has his think- trigger ready, but right before he's <laughs> going to hit the trigger, that the goon says, we're going to this location. They don't even know what location they're going on. Right, so this is the first time Brian's like, he's like, we're not going to the airfield. And he's like, why, whoever said anything about an airfield? So right here, this is a giant plot mm-hmm. point. Because they, on the airfield at the same time, the cops, the, the customs agents raid the airplane and it was a, it was a front. Nobody was really there. But the villain wasn't there at all. They're going to meet at a boat instead. But this should trigger the goon to instantly know that Brian is a bad guy or a cop. Because why would he know or even say that out loud? Right. And the yeah. even better part is Tyrese is on the other end of a walkie-talkie telling him, what's going on, Brian? What's going on? And he's like, we're not going to the airfield. We're going somewhere else. And you think that the goon would say, well, where's the other goon with Tyrese? Yeah. Right. Yeah, why isn't he in? telling you where to go? Yeah. Well, where were they originally going? That's what... How would they? They never were told. So was how it, would they even know which direction to escape the police with? Was it with that right. scene with like Mendez was like all wet and stuff like that, saying like, "Oh, they're gonna kill you at this location, maybe." They like, said right you, after you finish, they're gonna shoot you guys. 
Oh, so okay. It, Maybe they didn't say any specifics. Oh, okay. I was like, oh. Well, they arrive at a boat dock, and that's where the villain takes a gun out and says, um, he's like, I thought we were going to the the airfield. Or he's like, are we going in? He's like, I've only told one person about the airfield. And that that's like, even then that is, right? And then he's, that's right there is like, but Brian just brought this up. Tyrese just brought this up. You, And then Tyrese shows up. Right, and where's the other goon, you know? It, it's so baffling why the villain doesn't instantly know. Well, he gets the money, he gets, he puts a Eva Mendez on the boat, and he's basically pretty much telling him he's gonna murder him, and Brian is with the other goon, and that goon is going to kill Brian now, because he got the money. And he can't hit the ejection seat, it doesn't work. So <laughs> Brian and this goon have to wrestle with a gun, and exactly at the right time, Tyrese is there to smash into the car to save Brian. Like, how does Tyrese even know where he is? Like, he was so far behind. Anybody want to add that? Because I, mean, I don't know. How did he even know no, how to find idea. Brian? What was, did they call the location they were headed to? I don't I don't remember. They just, there was a specific, like, you know, like, little Haiti. He said, they said, like, some mile marker or something. Like, I feel like. As if we all know, you know, yeah. where exactly that is. Everybody knows what like, that hey, is. Hey, we're going to 2D McDonald's. Yes. <laughs> In Miami. In Miami McDonald's. So many. Well, it, it's also mentioned that he said, we're going to a different location, but it doesn't say where that location is. Yes. So that's so, so Tyrese wild. could be driving around the earth for forever. <laughs> and he'll the, never know. And the main villain doesn't shoot Brian, doesn't kill him himself, and also doesn't wait for Tyrese to show up with the money. He just takes the three bags and and makes a run for it. That's crazy too, because he's missing out three bags of cash. Yeah. You think he'd be like, I want him here now before uh, leaving? Yeah. But he does leave. Well, Roman is able to jump in the car with Brian now, and Brian's like, hey. We have to go save her. He's going to kill her. And he's like, well, what's your plan, man? Uh, you know what? If I drive straight long enough, maybe I'll find a bridge to jump off with and somehow <laughs> crash into a boat. And that's exactly what he does. He lands oh. on top of the yacht. Oh. But we saw prior to him doing this, Eva Mendez was with the villain on top of the yacht. But he sent her down. And he, in, he was, she was up there. But how did... Brian, Brian know that know she wouldn't that she be on wouldn't be on that, top of the yacht yeah. where he was crushing. Yeah. He could have just squashed her like a bug. This Well, that would have sucked. This it, is amazing because if if you think this moment is insane, as we get further into this franchise, we're going to be laughing our fucking ass off. This is nothing compared to it. The fact that this boat doesn't crush under the weight of a car. The fact that the villain it the car is up on and like on an angle and the villain has to get over the hood and then suddenly they can see him when he falls. Mm-hmm. All of this, if you think that's anything, just wait. Because mm-hmm. anything else is going to just be, this is going to make, this is going to look like Citizen Kane to what we're going to get <laughs> later on in this franchise. I was going to say, um, well, GTA um, Vice City had come out the year before. Uh-huh. So it's possible Mike, uh, Brian played the game and he knew where all those jump were at. <laughs> that's <laughs> true. That's true. He might have just, he might have known. Maybe. Oh, mile marker? There's a jump. There's a jump uh, right there. I like it. Oh, like when it. you play that game, after you play for a little while, you know where all the, you know, all those <laughs> ramps are at. Yeah. Well, this is how they stop the villain. He doesn't kill him. This is another thing in this franchise too. The villains hardly die. Yeah. They they're always left alive for later, and for some reason, this one hasn't shown up again. I don't think he has, right? And I don't, I don't think he does. 
Maybe in this new moon, you know? No, not we'll, we'll talk about that. If you don't know the trailer yeah. yet, um, no, we'll I hold that I, off. I haven't watched the trailer. So if I watch Fast and Furious 10 and he comes out of surprise, I'd, be like, I'd walk out the theater. <laughs> I want him to at this point. This, at this point, it'd be 20 because years it, later. It would make sense that I've been plotting my revenge. I told you I'm going to kill you guys. Like I, 20 I'm, years? It, well, there's just two of them. Now there's 30. What's that? There's there's two in the family. Or it's just Tyrese and Brian, and he shows up. And all of a sudden, there's fifty of them. That's true. That's true. <laughs> What's going on? Um, all right. So, so you're saying Carter Barone is the mastermind behind the rest of the series? Well, we, we, when we get to Hobbs and Shaw, <laughs> I have a big question: well, who the villain is in Hobbs and Shaw? In the because it's still not explained. So. Uh, yeah, so he gets arrested and he gets uh, put in this thing. Tyrese makes a joke that he's like, you're going to jail forever. And he's like, well, dude, he's going to get out one day. He's probably going to kill you. And he's like, no, wait, wait a minute, will he? And he's like, I don't know. So he gets locked up. He gets put in jail. And Tyrese brings bags of money out to basically say, hey, man, to the cops, we're square. James Remar is like, wow, thanks a lot. You know, you're, you're everything, all your crimes have been erased you're you're free. Yeah, you have a clean slate. And uh, this is where Brian and the same thing with Brian. He's like, you guys did good, although they've fucked up lots of things. They've done so much I mean, property a lot damage, of so many got things. Killed. There's like, yeah. yeah. Oh um, my god. There's a boat over here with a car on top of it. They got a <laughs> lot of work to do. Um, but uh, this allows Brian and Roman to walk off into the sunset together and show that they have both stolen some of the money. And they're going to open up their own garage <laughs> together. Start new. Yeah. Okay. And they're going to start tuna fish. Uh, and, yeah, and, will they? And uh, for some reason, Eva Mendez just Gone. walks away from Brian. And they're not going to have a relationship. She has a another undercover case to deal oh, with. Oh, she has a new guy to go. Yeah, yeah to pretend with. Years. Oh. oh, God. All right. So in Tokyo Drift, right, which is the next one. <laughs> I'm wondering if any of this comes back because I've not seen none anything. of the characters are in it. None of the no. characters. No, we're starting fresh. Wait, we're starting fresh, and we don't have Dom either. Nobody. Okay, I'm out. Wait, we're gonna Nobody? have new characters. The the only one I know from this, um, I could be wrong. Is it Han? Yes. Is he a character that will end up in this this in the next movie? He'll end up in the other movies. Yes. Okay. All actually, so does the main actor. Wait. So Spoiler the- alert. Yeah. They all come back. Everybody in all of these oh. movies, except Eva Mendes and James Remar and uh, uh, the guy, the actor from the first movie, do not come back. And Sookie. And yes, and somehow her. Yeah, which is a weird thing. I think they might mention her, though. I don't know. Mm. But uh, okay, so that's the movie. It ends with a bunch of lightning bolts and car animated car crash, you know, driving. And that was it. No, uh, no after credits scenes or anything like that. Nope. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think the franchise starts having them after this one, which is wild. Yeah, uh, Tokyo Drift. Now, me and Joe were talking about this. This movie franchise is almost at 11 movies. Well, if you count Hobbs and Shaw, it'll be 11 films in the franchise. How many movie franchises have had that many films in a franchise? This, this was like, Joe really had me on this because I was thinking about it. I'm like, you're right. Like, have a lot of movie franchises hit 11? Yeah. No, there has not been. I mean, you can say Puppet Master. Yeah, we said Puppet we, Master and Godzilla. Yeah, and Godzilla. That's because it. Because there's a series of Godzilla films that actually follow each other. Yeah, and we're not talking about reboots and remasters and remakes and all that crap. No, we're talking about 
you know, like Freddy, you know, number yeah, one. Yeah, they keep through, rebooting. Yeah. Yeah. And like James Bond doesn't count because they keep rebooting James Bond. Right. It's not a continuous That's thing. wild when you think about it. Like, holy shit, there's 11 of these films already? That's yeah. wild. It's 11. Does Star Wars count? No, there's no. only nine. And the other ones are like offshoots. Well, yeah, I would count them as part of the movie series, though. Like, uh, but but it's not like a like a sequel, like a continuous. I guess it sequel. does. I guess it one's depend- a prequel. Yeah, and Hobbs and Shaw takes place during the universe with characters going off on their own thing. That's why it's really hard to talk about if that you know if that counts. But yeah. if it does, then it's eleven. I mean, not even Star Trek it's does kind of, this. Star Trek, we were talking about this too, kind of does too, because the like, same universe, same characters moving on. I, I mean, I guess you can stretch that. That's it's wild. Like, Rogue think One about is a prequel. It starts yeah. Yeah. everything, and then well, Friday the Thirteenth is what ten, and if you want to count the uh, you know Freddy versus Jason, you're going. Yeah, well, Friday the Thirteenth is ten, but Freddy versus Jason is a standalone movie. It's right. not the kind. Yeah. That's probably the, the closest one all the way through from one all the way through. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Like, yeah. there is no movies that really hit this landmark. And this show, this franchise has been going on this long. This many movies it is mind-blowing. Especially seeing where we came from with this series. With these two being the first two. Mm-hmm. And I, I will I will 100% say this is a way better film. And I cannot believe it's so rated lower. Like, it's lower than one in IMDb and, and scores. That's crazy to me. I don't know what you guys all think. You guys all like this one better, right? I did. I mean, the first one, I had no idea what was going on. And I was like, how did I like this? Yeah. When I was younger, how? Now, I believe you gave it a four. I did. The first one. What the do you first give, one. What do you give this one out of ten? Like a six. Okay. Yeah. Jeff? I'd give it a six also. Okay. Joe? I'm giving it a five. I gave the first one a five also. Only because I felt I felt the absence of Dom. I did feel it. I I, I think we need Dom. I like his, you know. You, you got a real thing for family. I do have a thing for family. I don't have friends. I got family. And, and I could hardly understand Vin Diesel in the first movie. Like, I just feel like I just feel like this is Vin's franchise. I don't know. I just feel like, and it's not. That's the crazy you know, part. It becomes his franchise. It does. I would say for I guess, maybe the not the better. It's it's debatable. We'll we'll talk about. I mean, it more I've more seen him on. the most in these movies. You know, like I feel like it's his baby. So I just I felt his absence in this. Wow, I, I did. My daddy blew up on a track and they heard the screams. <laughs> I thought he burned alive, but it wasn't him. It was me. It was me the whole time. It was me. <laughs> it smelled like marshmallows roasted. I gave them what? both a five, though. So. so Gary, what are you giving it a ten? Uh, you gave the first one a three. A three, and um, I think just if, it, if these are the only movies in existence, this one I'm giving a seven. Wow, well, see, much Jared? better. Well, I was uh, debating. I was I was thinking about seven, but I think I'm going to go six. I think the the end. Yes, we start to see the glimpse of where the franchise goes, but yes, with with the fun part, but especially when the 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 plot at the end, the holes and everything start showing up with how everything turns out. I think it does kind of bring it down. So yes, I'm going with a six on this one. Yeah, I, I haven't seen the next one, and so I'm really interested in how that plays out and how that flows from what this one is. But if this was the first one, this I would definitely know why this franchise got big, because this this seems like a fun start 
And I'm also like you on the fence of what I want to give it because I also was thinking a seven for a little bit there. Uh, I, I I think it was just too fun. It was too much fun to to give it a too thing. fun too too too, too, many too fun too fast too fun too, I mean, fast. too funny. I agree. I agree with you. It is a lot of fun. This is a fun little uh, action film with some car stuff, some fun characters, some some good bits. I like this film. I don't I don't hate this one. I gave the last one a five. I think I'm going to land with a six, but I feel closer to a seven. I'm in shock by this right now. I'm in shock because there's so many little stupid things that make no sense in this Only movie. because we're talking about Plot it. Plot holes, silliness. I mean, there, there's no way you can give this movie a seven. It's no, not a five. No Dom plus one. <laughs> Whatever. I'm, <laughs> I'm, giving it a, I'm giving this a five and I gave the first one a five simply because there's equally bad things about both but you know this one's way better i mean it was you have to admit, yeah it was definitely more it was better filmed i could tell you that roman yeah. was way um, better than yes Dawn. and i i do like roman i do but, so yeah, that's what i'm saying like as if you stood this movie like he said alone in, in the franchise you don't think that you'd like this one better you just keep harping on this dom thing i don't know i just i just felt weird not having him that's all maybe i'll get over it i don't know <laughs> But right now it's a five because there's equally, you know, dumb things about each of the well, two movies as, that we've watched. As being someone who's seen, I think, six to uh, nine, I would say that Dom might be the worst part. Well, it's not just him. It's just what goes on around him, like his group, you know, like, and Lenny, I think like that's Michelle here Rodriguez. Like the best part. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess. I, I just is, feel feels is it like his it, group or is it Brian's group? It's not a group. It's a family. <laughs> Later on, it's a family. Honestly, I, I can't. I'm. I am regretting when we get to the fourth movie when he does come back, and I can feel it's going to be slow. I'm worried. Dramatic. Yes. It's going to be more serious toned. I, and I and I, I I've seen glimpses of it, and I just remember seeing that like like why I'm, like I'm sitting there. You know, I'm not falling asleep, but I'm like. Then I remember too. I'm like, oh, I'll just watch this all day. It's so much more fun. Gary, I think you're selling me on the seven. And the reason I bring this up is because as the franchise goes along, it's definitely so bad it's good. And I think that's what's going to be great about it. But this one's actually a fun movie. This is actually a good, decent movie. I wouldn't say anything about this is bad. We're having plot holes only because we're all sitting here dissecting it. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we're we're trying to figure things out, and after a while, I, and we're all agreeing. You know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. I the mean, first one, we were disturbed by what's going on. We can do this with TV. any action movie ever. You can be like, "Why would this happen?" Why? It's very few action films actually make sense. Everything can't be die hard. Do you know what I mean? I feel like Vin Diesel brings something to the movies because a lot of what he does in these movies is so ridiculous. You know, like we like making fun of the things that he does, you know? It's just how over-the-top he is. And I feel like we had over-the-top in this one, but it was goofy, you know? like Oh, it, and but I, I know it gets goofy. I think goofy. you're forgetting what I, happens in the next yeah, ones, I know but it gets well, goofy well, I don't want to ruin it for anybody else. I just feel like it's it's got that extra something when we can also throw Vin in there and just have our own fun with him, if you, you know. Right. This I, sounds like a Nicolas Cage love fest, but... I, no, I have Diesel. not heard about How this Vin Diesel thing because we actually you. we did an episode on the show just about Vin Diesel once, and I think I don't know. It was just weird. I guess I just felt like because I, he just belongs in this world, like he he wasn't there. It was just weird. 
I mean, that's why I said I think I'm going to get over it. I'm probably going to give this movie a six. You know, it was much better than the last one for sure. I think uh, also the only reason that you're really thinking this way is because we have started with five on. And we had never seen this setup with Brian being the main character. That's true. And And now it really really makes it more, make more sense why people are so emotional when Paul Walker really passed away in real life and it's how it affected the movies and why it was so, because people kind of watching these movies with him being their main character. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just torn up. I, I'm Maybe I'm leaning toward a six. I have to think about this. I need more time. I just need more time. <laughs> you need to stew in the, I in the sleeveless mess that is I need to sleep, sleep is, on uh, it, and I need to, yeah. You need to go to your thinking room. <laughs> go, go to your corner. Yeah. And ask him, what you rate it? Light candles and say, what would family do? <laughs> <laughs> on that note maybe watch triple x and then uh decide that, oh. i definitely have not seen the triple x I movies but i either. want to now only because he did that instead of this and i want to see what that thing is i've only seen it once with someone like i, I don't want to see a vin diesel movie and i love that movie you do i did like what? i never liked three that of movie them. Three three. i only saw the first one i really like that movie he's only in the first one no he comes back in the third one yeah yeah He's not in the second one because they replaced him with a... Uh, no spoilers, then. See, what the fuck are they... How come on all the twos, they re- they replace him and they take him out? You know? That's weird. But he took himself out of this. They had yeah, a, they had a script right. ready for him. They had to rewrite it because he refused $28 million. I know, because he's so arrogant. I know. Yeah. He says, I will not come back unless I have a family. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, is Michelle Rodriguez coming back? I felt that she oh, wasn't there. I don't I, know. Oh, it was weird. Oh, oh. I had to point out also, we didn't point this out last week, but both actresses didn't know how to drive. Yeah. In the first movie. Jordana Brewster. It also happened here with uh, Devin Aoki. She also can't drive. She did drive. But she she can't in real life. Oh. It was an illusion. They put her in a simulator, Jeff. They had to teach them how to drive. Same thing with Joanna Brewster and her Michelle movie. Rodriguez. It was, like, it was like the yeah, Back to the Future crazy. car. I never expected them not to know how to really drive. No, no, no. The only reason, we didn't talk about this, but last week, uh, Michelle Rodriguez and Vin Diesel were dating. That's the only reason she was in the movie. It, they had a whole bunch of other actresses to pick, huh. but he was like, no, I want her to be in this film with me. He's my girlfriend. No. Mm. I don't know how to drive. I don't care. Now, um... <laughs> Unlike Michelle Rodriguez, where she didn't get any credit for anything in the first movie, she was just eye candy or whatever. She really you yeah, she really didn't have but much. They tried to show that she had skills with driving. Yeah, and with her drawings, and it reminded me of an Office joke where um, Michael Scott sees a drawing and he says, "Oh, it's so real; those could be tracings." And that's why I followed sucky stuff. Like, oh my god, you colored on yourself. Amazing. <laughs> that's what that's what I, I, I got I thought of right away. Wow. That was amazing. I think she was a wasted character. I actually chick. liked her. I, I actually liked that the, the women had a lot more to do. I wish that um Eva Mendez played into the last part and it wasn't the damsel in distress in the yeah. end. That kinda sucked. I wanted to see her be badass. I, that's one of my favorite things about the franchise going forward. Is like the women all kick ass oh, going forward. Yeah, and they I become can... central parts of the films. Yeah. Now as as I, I was watching it, Bad Boys One or Two is being filmed at the same time. Bad Boys Two. Now they, it's almost the same plot. Like Martin Lawrence's um, sisters undercover. Yes. Right, and it's almost, and we're filming at the same location. Yes. Like a Cuban uh, drug lord. It was it's very strange. I was watching it. That's why maybe some of us were mixing well, movies up. Where I'm like, uh, let me ask you this. Which one do you prefer, this or Bad Boys 2? Oh, Bad Boys 2. Oh, without a doubt, right? Oh, yeah. Bad Boys 2 is great. It's so much fun. They explain and 
every point is, you know. Yeah, it's also an hour and a half, almost longer than this film. But uh, yeah, that movie's long. It's yeah. like two and a half hours, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I've had a couple of minutes to think. <laughs> you stewing? <laughs> that was your stewing moment? I'm, I'm stewing I, I, as you while we're talking. I think I'm going with a six. All right. Wow. I'm glad because I know you didn't like the first one very much. I mean, like I didn't. I, so it would make sense to give this one a better, a better score. score. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I really so close to giving this a seven. I'm uh, he's almost swayed me. Yeah, well, let's let's check out Han in the next one. On yeah. to the next one. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good one. Good night, everybody. Night. Bye. Good night. Hey man, you got something to eat up in there? We hungry. Like I said, we hungry.